0: This is Outlandish Outcasts at OutlandishOutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, the... I can't think of a word. Desi. How are you doing tonight, Desi?
1: I was going to say, why can't I just be Desi?
0: I have, well, I guess that's what it was. See? I'm Desi. Yes, you're Desi. All day. Every day. So we're, we made it. We're, we're in September. Yes. Kids are back in school. Kind of. In our living room, anyway. Yes. We're surviving somehow.
1: I don't know how. How have we not, like, wanted to hurt each other by now?
0: Oh, no comment. Anyway. (gasps) We both had nice, uh, nice vacation time off from work. Anyway, we didn't really do much or go much. But we went
1: camping, yes. of course, on the coldest days of the weeks
0: for we, the week. Doesn't matter how much we check the weather. If we're going camping, it's going to rain. It's guaranteed. Yeah. Always. Well,
1: not always. Not always. No, the first time we went with time. a camper,
0: it didn't rain. That was the only time I remember it not raining. <laughs> it's the first time we went in a camper and not a tent.
1: Was that when we went to the Channel Lakes?
0: no well that, that was
1: with the tent
0: that didn't that didn't rain either but that was like 110 See, it degrees and we ended up coming home early <laughs>
1: it doesn't always this is rain true. this is true usually but not always yeah
0: yep yep and it was a little cold
1: uh uh yeah yep mm-hmm yes <laughs> next time space heater
0: <laughs> yeah it was almost as cold as it was in the house this morning when our thermostat didn't work
1: it was cold this morning, and I froze, and I even had a sweater on top of my shirt, and my fingers were freezing. Mm-hmm. It was fun typing this morning. I was cold,
0: but I'm in the basement, so I just figured it was cold. I don't know. Basement cold.
1: It was probably warmer down in the basement. It probably was. Probably Yes, was. yes, because we still have air conditioners in the windows, and mm-hmm. that's letting in a nice cool breeze, I'm sure. Yep. Maybe not, but it could be. Yeah. So... I believe
0: believe you're first this evening.
1: I am first.
0: Or this morning, depending on when you're listening to this.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, I'm just first. I'm always first. I come in first all the time. Just kidding. (laughs) If it's running, I am not first. Okay, so my first story, though, is... um, Major airlines, they offer the in-flight Wi-Fi on many flights that we are all aware of, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the signal strength, it can be spotty. Airlines, aircraft makers, they have been striving to improve this with, with the growing use of wireless devices, um, the number of people who don't want to be disconnected, Um even 35,000 feet up in the air. Mm -hmm. Uh, So engineers at Chicago-based Boeing Company, they used, get this, sack of potatoes as stand-in for passengers as they worked to eliminate weak spots in flights' wireless signals.
0: Sack of potatoes, huh?
1: Yes. Well, it wasn't just a sack of potatoes. They were... Potatoes, apparently, they're... They've got water in them. They're mm-hmm. dense, kind of like a lot like a human a lot like body. A like a human body? Okay. So they were using the potatoes for that. And they actually had purchased um, 20,000 pounds of potatoes. Holy cow. And they set them in the seat. There's a nice little picture to make it look like a human in the <laughs> That's seat. hilarious. Because they would use humans. However, human beings aren't going to want to sit in the same no. seat for days on end. A lot end easier to get a potato to, to sit in that seat. Right. And then... They don't have to go use the bathroom either while they're trying to conduct all the experiments and research you, they need to gather.
0: You also don't have to pay a potato to sit there. You'd have to pay a human being to sit there. They
1: had to pay for the potatoes. Well, the pota-
0: but not as much as it would cost it to pay for the humans. I'm true, sure. true. I mean, so I don't know. I sit for eight hours a day and do nothing kind of like a potato. Not really, but you know.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Well my end result what i pulled out of this story is the next time somebody calls me a useless sack of potatoes i'm just gonna remember this story because you know what that's Those a good idea. sack of potatoes it's very useful they were very useful very so useful. guess what that's right
0: so next time i set up our uh, another a new router in the house should i run around with sacks of potatoes to figure out where we should stand and where, where the wi-fi will go the best
1: you could do that Put potatoes in all the beds. Put potatoes on all the spots of the couches and chairs we yeah. might sit in. Yeah. That would work. Yeah. I'm not buying that many potatoes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why not?
1: Because I won't. I won't do it.
0: Hmm.
1: So that was my first story. It probably wasn't extremely interesting, but I thought it was kind of neat. cool.
0: I like the idea. I'm, I'm always interested when they use different things like that for science Well, people even go
1: look at the picture, like, they used more than one bag of potatoes to make it look like a human yeah. body. Yeah. So they sculpted the potato bags.
0: <laughs> so. Cool, cool.
1: So what's your first story?
0: <sighs> My first story. It is a story about grief. Okay. And um, a bunch of people have been studying um how easy it is for a person to hallucinate when they're grieving oh it triggers something in the brain and the chemical reactions that it can cause hallucinations
1: i remember when my grandpa died and i was like in the fifth grade i I swore up and down he was breathing in the casket
0: there are i
1: like freaked out out loud (laughs)
0: There was a study done by Scientific American and their study showed that about a third of people who experience uh, a death will, about a third of people will say they feel that person in the room and about a half of those people say they saw the person after they died.
1: Hmm.
0: You know, so it's like a, and so a lot of studies. Is it
1: really a hallucination though? Well,
0: that's what they're saying. Um, They... They actually, there's been people who've even been misdiagnosed as like schizophrenic or other psychological diseases when that's not what they had. They were just dealing with grief. And it, the chemical reaction when dealing with grief can produce hallucinations.
1: Well, yeah, depression can even produce hallucinations Mm -hmm. because of the chemical offset in the brain. Yes.
0: Um, There was even (laughs) one guy went, well, there's... Theories that in uh, in Jewish households, it is tradition that when somebody dies, you take you put uh, either take them down or you put.
1: You have to cover the mirrors. You cover the mirrors. Yeah.
0: Um, some people say that this is how that started: was people would see their loved ones in the mirror. Makes they sense. They would hallucinate and see their loved ones in the mirror, so they didn't, you know, they didn't want to have to deal with that.
1: Makes sense.
0: One uh, <laughs> one theologian. Theo- Theologian, theogen, I can't say that word. I never can. Uh, Bart Ehrman, he's got a very controversial argument in his new book, How Jesus Became God. He believes that Jesus
1: Je- was God. He
0: believes that Jesus' followers were grieving so badly three days later that he didn't actually rise from the dead. They just hallucinated and, saw, and thought they saw him.
1: Huh.
0: So, I mean, I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying it's very interesting how many, you hear a lot of people talk about, you know, seeing a loved one that died and things like that. And I didn't realize how much research goes into this and how real it is that, you know, it, they're seeing them, many, many people experience this. And I never realized that before.
1: Well, that's psychology for you. Oh, that's Study for sure. of the brain. That's for sure so that's
0: for sure I, it, not very long story i know mine was also kind of kind of short to start it off i just thought it was interesting that
1: uh, it is interesting yeah. i mean it's not as interesting as studying a serial killer's brain but no. that's my my forte some people get right into this stuff too mm-hmm. oh yeah so it all just depends on your own personal interests there's
0: also a um uh, uh disease seen in elderly people uh cbs what the heck does it stand for i don't remember
1: it's a tv station it's not a tv <laughs> station
0: it's charles bonnet syndrome um and this happens to the elderly people they start seeing uh, when going through grief they start uh, becoming delusional um and it's it, it's another grief trigger so
1: it I makes sense really
0: yeah so if you're grieving and you lose somebody, you might see them again. <laughs> I'm sure it's a way of making the mind helping you out, you know, getting you through something. I don't
1: know if that would help you out because I, I know when I lost it, I didn't see my grandpa raised mm-hmm. from the dead or anything like that, but I swear to God he was breathing. Yeah. Yep. Everybody knew I thought that too. <laughs> Cause, or anyone oh. that was in the room at that time. So funny. So, um, my next story is a little short, a little bit of history. Thought it was kind of interesting. It does bring in an actual possible current event. Okay. And who knows if this has been put on hold too? Because of the lovely year we're having and how things are mm-hmm. focused yeah. on something else. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you know who the first guy on the first U.S. dollar bill was? No. Because we all know it as George Washington. George Washington
0: now. I'm assuming that wasn't the case back then.
1: No, it was, um, I'm probably going to say this first name wrong unless it is like the fish. Sa- Salmon Chase. Okay. Salmon Chase. Okay. Um, he was the treasury secretary under President Abraham Lincoln when the dollar bill made its
0: de- debut. Uh, yeah,
1: in 1863. Hmm. So of course, he was the one involved in making the money because treasury. Yeah. So
0: put his own face on it. What else awesome. would you
1: put on there? <laughs> Self portrait. That's a
0: good idea. So,
1: but it took six years before America wised up and and swamped into the first president in 1980. 86 or 1869 <laughs> I was going to say 1981 <laughs> I like to start off with 19 cuz you know yeah. I was born in that century <laughs> um and then there's pictures of what they looked like and then there's like uh Martha Washington she actually was on a $1 cool. bill at one point too So uh, the silver certificate in 1886 hmm. um and then there's actually plan, or there's a plan in the works, so who knows if this mm-hmm. is even going to happen, to replace Hamilton with yet-to-be-determined a woman.
0: I've heard this. Um,
1: it was supposed to be determined by 2020, mm-hmm. but with I, everything going on, I'm sure Congress and yeah, everybody I'm else sure. have. I'm sure. Actually, play- I, I know that story oh.
0: fairly well. I think it's very interesting in the... Uh, history of this country as a child growing up i always thought of you know who's on the bills and its presidents and there's so many that are not and i find that interesting
1: so many people that are not president, but they were at some point some sort of a. well
0: no they were they're all some sort of major figure like benjamin franklin alexander hamilton these people were not never the president but they're on our money which is fine there's nothing wrong with that just growing up I always thought, well, it's always the president's on the bills, and that's just not the way no. it works. You know?
1: Nope.
0: So I just thought that was... I don't know, That's a cool story.
1: I thought it was kind of interesting. Short, sweet, but I was like, I'm I'm bringing it up. It's <laughs> cool.
0: Cool, cool, cool.
1: I thought so, too.
0: My next stage... Uh, next station. <laughs> My next story is a what little bit... What, are
1: we in school now? We're lo- switching workstations? It's a little bit of
0: history. This is... Uh,
1: Better be good history.
0: It's a story from the year of my birth. Oh, great! 1978. Okay, Syracuse, New York. Okay, when lucky number seven, a pirate television sta- station, took over the airs for two days. What it was, a. Uh, um, this is believed to be the first ever pirate tel- 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 television station to operate in the United States. It actually aired on three nights in 1978. Uh, What was
1: played?
0: It aired a total of 25 hours uh, during the evenings of April 14th through the 16th, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, on VHF Channel 7, an otherwise unoccupied frequency in that area.
1: What did they play? We'll get there. We'll get there. Hurry up!
0: (laughs) (laughs) The programs aired by Lucky 7 included episodes of TV series such as Star Trek and The Twilight Zone, as well as several films that were not available on broadcast television at the time, um, like Rocky, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Uh, plus uh, pornographic films such (gasps) as Deep Throat and Behind the Green Door. Um, I (laughs) I find it very interesting that you could take, somebody could take over airwaves because that's all it is, is airwaves. And, you know, nowadays we're not sticking antennas in the roof for everybody to pick up their TV, but this is how they did it back then. Mm-hmm. So if you took over those airwaves, you could, you know, get a message out to people. Um, but
1: what message was that?
0: Well, the first of all, the identity of the people who did this, nobody knows still to this day. Wow. Uh, they assume it's, um, Syracuse had a broadcast Um, a very famous broadcast portion of their college to learn how to get into this kind of technology. So that's probably where it came from, is students kind of messing around most likely.
1: Either that or whatever TV station hired somebody they shouldn't have hired, and they got fired after that weekend.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They just didn't
1: want to admit to it, and they were like, we got hacked.
0: Um, There are rumors that the people who did this were actually captured by the FBI and taken away somewhere forever, obviously.
1: Forever? I don't <laughs> think so. It's a little porn.
0: Yeah, a little porn, a little, you know, some movies that aren't available on TV. They were available on HBO at this point. Um, HBO is brand, brand new. and they. they, they but like,
1: still, they, that's not something to put somebody away for no, life.
0: Uh, no, no. You know.
1: Forever.
0: Especially when you're talking airwaves. This is airwaves that belong to the public. They don't belong to any corporation. They belong to us.
1: No, but I could see the argument of the channel that lost money in advertisements or who knows, or people who paid. There wasn't a channel to lose
0: money. It was in an unoccupied space. It was a signal that nobody was using.
1: Oh, I thought
0: it was a TV channel. No, just a, I mean, it was UHF Channel 7 in the area, but there was nothing on that channel.
1: So nothing played. So how would so people, people even was know was to go on that? I
0: have no idea how that, you or know, how somebody would they must have been know? trying to tune in another channel and like, what's this? And, you know, call and tell your friend and the next thing you know, or, and it did happen for three nights. So I'm sure it got progressively more and more people watched throughout, I'm sure
1: okay that's funny yeah so yeah
0: the lucky number seven station i thought it was kind of cool
1: that is kind of cool so my next one we're not gonna make it controversial but i want to bring it because it is kind of funny
0: holy cow i was gonna swear the last story was your controversial one okay
1: what yeah money yeah, well, the oh re- no the
0: reason that they didn't do a new dollar. It's not Congress's fault, but keep going. <laughs> it was a big story like a year ago.
1: Yeah, I don't always read the news. <laughs> I'm not like you. I know. So um so a man in July in London. Okay. He was a former Ninja Warrior UK person he's 32
0: ninja warrior mm-hmm. okay
1: he strolled down central london's most popular shopping street um wearing nothing but a face mask as a short of makeshift g-string <laughs> leaving passerbyers astounded amused and shocked
0: oh my gosh
1: i was like so just some of the photos i'm like was this done on purpose for like modeling or something, or was this some political propaganda, which we're not going to get into that at all? Or was this just
0: a, I dare you
1: (laughs) or that or that, but it was just like, I mean, this guy, he made it controversial. He did it on purpose Mm -hmm. to more or less mock the masks, blah, blah, blah. But I just kind of found it shocking. Like, Holy buckets. Who would have... I would never walk no. down the street with just... No. I would, you know, as a female, would wear three masks. Because... Yeah.
0: I also think that would probably... You could probably cite some kind of public indecency with <laughs> the amount of clothing
1: he This is on. in the UK. I know. I don't know, Who if, knows I don't know what their what laws are like
0: there, but... Their laws are like I there. I mean, I can't imagine...
1: Well, like, me, Europe. All... Europe's pretty laid back they on. Are,
0: they are, I guess. It's just basically, can you walk down the street? I mean, in one of G-street. the photos,
1: he's walking past some security dude. I mean, right there. Yeah. And it's just like, he's kind of staring at him like, are you for real?
0: <laughs> I mean, hey, it is a great way to... Uh, Bring attention to your cause uh, for because sure. People are going to look, and you're going to get you're going to get reported on, and you're going to be able to get your your message out there for sure.
1: But he just went walking with the mask.
0: Just walking with a mask, using it as his. I was underwear. just like,
1: whoa! So it needed it needed to be said.
0: That is that is crazy. Like,
1: so if you guys want to come check out the pictures, there's the link. You can go click on. Check it out. <laughs> it's shocking, and I—it
0: is shocking. I it's mean, it's just don't... like
1: it's got to be some sort of a public. I mean, ninja warrior. I mean, maybe <laughs> he's just trying to get famous and seen.
0: Maybe, yeah. Maybe it. Maybe he's. You know, not. Nece- he might not even be looking to promote a cause other than promoting himself.
1: You know, pretty much. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Like. Because it says it's for a cause of the mask, but I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, he brought up the fact that he was a former ninja warrior.
0: Don't ninjas wear masks? <laughs> just a question.
1: He's wearing one.
0: He is. He is. Just not in the right spot. <laughs> That's just all not he's wearing. Right
1: <laughs> so I just thought it was kind of interesting, like, regardless of what your viewpoint is on the whole thing. That's a picture you need to go see. Yes.
0: And I am not going to ask that guy to take his mask off.
1: No. I don't think anyone, well, there might be a few people. I'm sure there's many people who would like to ask him (laughs) to take his mask off. (laughs) Not my type. (laughs) So. Funny, funny.
0: All right. Well, my last story is kind of two stories.
1: It's kind of two stories. I mean, they're
0: two completely different stories that kind of relate to each other, and they were too small for me to kind of put them as one. So I decided to split them up and put them together, whatever. (laughs) I was
1: going to say split them up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, put them together, I meant. I am going to talk a little bit about milk.
1: Milk? Milk.
0: This first story you're going to think is really gross.
1: I don't drink much milk. It's okay. I know.
0: But long before refrigeration, modern refrigeration, that is, People in Russia and Finland placed living Russian brown frogs in their milk to keep it fresh.
1: I would never drink milk.
0: <laughs> and I, I know you're not a fan of frogs either.
1: That's why I would never drink it. <laughs> I would go from rarely drinking it to, I don't even drink milk. I yeah. drink heavy whipping cream in my coffee. So I would I would lose all interest right there. Yeah. I'd be like, nope, black <laughs> but, it is.
0: Recent research on the amphibian skin uh, has shown that secretions um,
1: make you hallucinate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Their secretion secretions are loaded with peptides, uh, antimicrobial compounds, as po- and they're potent against things like salmonella and uh, Staphylococ- staphylococcus. I hate that word. Uh, yeah, so like
1: staph infection. Yeah,
0: so literally, this frog secretes things that will prevent the milk from going bad
1: i think that's really a
0: cool idea no no you're not up for that one no
1: Hmm. no okay
0: well i got one more little quick milk story for you then
1: oh god
0: this is coming from japan
1: they don't drink milk in japan sure they do rice milk
0: they drink milk milk
1: really yeah they do Okay.
0: And there's a, a dairy company in Japan that has produced a super premium milk.
1: I'm scared.
0: They mar- they're marketing it to stressed out adults.
1: I'm scared.
0: Why are you scared?
1: If it's I feel like it's gonna be worse than the frog thing.
0: Oh, there's nothing gross about this.
1: Oh, okay. Let's see.
0: Okay. Prove um,
1: it prove it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Tokyo based uh, Nakawaza Foods um, said it is it's launching their adult milk line of products in October.
1: I'm feeling queasy.
0: Uh, this is targeting adults who live in a stressful society. The price of the milk is five thousand yen a bottle, which is about forty nine dollars.
1: What's <laughs> in the milk, <laughs> Alan?
0: Thirty times more expensive than an ordinary milk, um, and. Even in Tokyo, where it's famous for being very expensive there anyway.
1: Yada, yada, yada.
0: uh, The milk is taken from cows once a week at the break of dawn as they discharge a lot of stress-relieving hormone called melatonin during the night. The milk is bottled within six hours of milking at the farm north of Tokyo, and it's said to contain three to four times as much melatonin as usual milk does.
1: So they've tested the milk? Yes. Weird.
0: And they found if they milk it at this certain time once a week.
1: Well, night almost yep. sounds familiar or not familiar. Sounds right because, or morning because throughout the night you need melatonin yeah. to sleep. But it would almost make sense because throughout the day actually it would almost make more sense at night, yeah, right before know. they go to bed or go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Because. Yeah, they
0: don't really go to bed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no they stand sleeping oh. but your body going out into the sunlight you your body produces the melatonin yeah. which helps you sleep at night mm-hmm. it's not so much the fresh air it's gaining that yeah. and and as you go to sleep you wake up with less than you would yeah
0: I thought I just found it interesting that things that they'll market to stressed out Rich people. <laughs> like $50 for a bottle of milk is insane.
1: But melatonin supposed to, Well, I guess it does help you relax. Go to
0: the dollar store and buy a bottle of melatonin.
1: <laughs> See, I'm not big on that because you could be overdosing on it and not even realizing it. Are you it.
0: telling me you can't overdose on too much milk? <laughs> I mean, is there really a difference?
1: You could... I don't think the milk would give you nightmares... You could get bad nightmares. It
0: depends how lactose intolerant you are.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. They could process it and get rid of the lactate. Yeah. Yeah, right. I bet it would lose mel... Oh, that is so horrible. Anyways.
0: Anyway, those were my two quick little stories about milk.
1: I could go on and on about the melatonin, but I'll stop. (laughs) Because I'm just going to bore people with my random... With your knowledge. No, my random rambling. Mm. I could ramble on about it, and none of it's going to make sense to anybody because they're not inside my brain listening to the other half of the (laughs) conversation.
0: (laughs) If we could sell tickets, if we could sell tickets.
1: I'm pretty sure we could, but nobody's going to want to sit through it because they're only getting half the conversation.
0: Oh, no, I mean we're going to lock them in your head, and if we could sell tickets to your head, I think I could be a millionaire. Hmm
1: wonder if we can get a mic up in through my ear.
0: Mm, I don't think it works like that.
1: No? No, I don't no. think so. Anyway. No. Maybe a, a projector for, or some sort of a recording thing, because it's not really voices up Maybe. there. Maybe. It's more visions.
0: Maybe. If you have any ideas how we can get inside Desi's head, just send us an email.
1: <laughs> MRI.
0: <laughs> Outcasts <Outlandishoutcasts laughs> at gmail.com.
1: Or you can go to Facebook at Outlandish Outcast. Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us there or like our page and share all our content there with all your friends
0: we are tweeting from twitter at outlandish casts
1: or you can also go to instagram at outlandish outcast podcast and to follow us people there do on instagram they follow people <laughs> do
0: they Okay, and then
1: I they love know. everything there is no choices
0: all you can do is love things
1: love hmm It's all you need is love. That's why I
0: don't do Instagram. Or you (laughs) can leave leave us a a review or a rating on whatever application you happen to be listening to this podcast on. Well, a little bit of a short one this week, but I think it was good.
1: A little bit of a short one. That's because...
0: It's like the first couple days of the kids in school. We just got back to work. Life is busy.
1: My brain's fried. The potato thing seemed like it was going to be so much better than what it was. It was
0: a good story.
1: It was a good story, but when I first found it, I was like, ooh, this is great. And then I started reading it, and I'm like, "Hmm, it'll do.
0: It happens. (laughs) Anyway, have a good week, everybody.
1: Bye.